Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for December 4th, 2019. The topic this time is How Horses and Plants Are Similar. The better you understand horses, the less often conflict will arise. Cherry Hill, How to Think Like a Horse, 2006. You may well be wondering why I started this week's podcast with a quote about horses. Before I explain, let me say that throughout my life, I've cared for several horses and innumerable plants. Although the two things have many obvious differences, I've come to realize they have several similarities, too. If horses is replaced with plants in the passage from Cherry Hill's book, it reads, The better you understand plants, the less often conflict will arise. Either way, it's sound advice. Understanding begins by learning what horses and plants need most. Hill lists four primary needs for horses, and they turn out to be the same requirements for plants. Number one, self-preservation, avoiding being injured or eaten by a predator. Just like horses, plants have evolved characteristics that help them evade their predators. For plants, predators include insects and herbivorous animals such as deer. Different plants have developed different defense mechanisms. There's thorn for roses, stinging hairs, nettles, waxy leaves, camellias, toxins, foxgloves and apples, sticky substances that entrap predators like in milkweed, nectars that attract beneficial predators, lavender, and camouflage, lithops. Mimosas, or sensitive plants, shrivel up and play dead to protect themselves from predators. Number two, eating and drinking for survival. Horses need food and water to stay healthy, and so do plants. Plants make their own food through photosynthesis, but the process requires carbon dioxide, sunlight, and water and nutrients from the soil. Some plants have evolved bulbs to store their food, such as onions and lilies, whereas others have long taproots, dandelions and carrots, or deep root systems like trees and ground covers that search out food and moisture. Number three, procreation. After surviving and staying healthy, horses and plants focus on perpetuating their species. My horse Jax had a girlfriend when he was almost 30. That's about 85 in human years, and he didn't care that he was gelded. Plants have evolved a variety of creative ways to procreate. Some plants have exploding seed pods like hairy bittercress, squirting cucumber, and violets. Other plants have adapted seed pods that stick to fur, feathers, and socks. Foxtails and burdock are examples. Or they have sticky pollen that's carried off by bees, butterflies, and other pollinators. Some plants have feathery, papery, or winged seed pods that maximize wind dispersal, such as maples, elms, and dandelions. And other plants have seeds that can remain dormant for decades before they germinate, such as gorse, pigweed, and bindweed. Number four, socialization and routines. As herd animals, horses like to band together and develop social hierarchies. Many people don't realize that plants have social lives too. Plants form a relationship with mycorrhizal fungi, which attach to the roots and develop an underground network that can extend for miles. Plants also communicate with each other by sending out chemical signals from their leaves and roots. 
companion plants that grow in communities help each other by attracting beneficial insects, deterring pests, and providing nutrients, shade, and structural support. Just like horses, plants thrive with consistent food and water. Many plants also like consistent temperature and sunlight. Tomato plants, for example, will drop their flowers or fruit if temperatures become too cold or too hot. The fruit may develop blossom end rot if the plant lacks consistent moisture or nutrients. Understanding the needs of others, whether the other is a horse, a plant, or a person, is the key to harmonious coexistence. Of course, there's value in diversity and beauty in difference, but all living things are connected because the things we really need are all remarkably the same. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.